What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's been a while. This is Voices from the Planet, and I am your host, Eric. It's, it's been a long time since I had an episode put out, so I figured I'd record something. I'm home today. My son, my newborn, he's not a newborn, well, he's like two months old now, but he's sick. He's got this cough, so we didn't want to take him to daycare today. So I'm at home with him because my wife doesn't have enough vacation hours because she just came back from a two-month maternity and she's back to work. So I'm at home with the baby. And I figured I would record a podcast while he's taking a nap and I am folding laundry. I've... Yeah, so how has everybody been? Things have been pretty good here. It's just been really busy now with two kids and a full-time job. It's been harder to put out episodes or record them. It's been not the easiest to get in contact to get with guests. Not, I mean, I'm getting in contact with a lot of people. I have a lot of messages out there and, you know, I've asked a bunch of people who said they'd be interested and then I've never followed up and that's me being lazy and just also just due to the fact that I mean got full-time lives now <laughs> I mean two kids full-time job so it's not the easiest but I'm gonna try and keep doing this because I really enjoy recording and just talking with you guys I really enjoy having guests on getting to meet interesting people ask them shit <laughs> see what they're really like but right now I'm folding laundry and it's my little time to meditate sometimes just the mindless act of folding laundry and trying not to let your mind wander too much while folding laundry should I find that single mindedness that single point focus but this one I'm gonna try to talk to you guys. Just kinda shoot the shit. Maybe have some rants, I don't know. Not too much shit has been upsetting me lately. So that's a good thing. But folding laundry, I enjoy doing it. I don't know how many other people enjoy doing it, but I sure do. Because it's a way to take your mind off other things, stop worrying about doing stuff or thinking about things, you can just focus on folding the laundry, make everything nice and neat. Ever since we've been doing this, like, not, it's, I guess it's minimalism to an extent, not that extreme, but my wife has been reading the art of tidying up, so we're in that process and that journey of clearing out the material clutter our lives so we recently got rid of a ton of lot like clothes and donated it to the cerebral palsy foundation and um, one of my wife's co-workers regularly sends like clothes back to the Philippines for people there so gave her a couple boxes and we've had like 10 maybe more large garbage bags of stuff we've 
donated our trash just to get rid of the clutter. So we have a new method of folding our clothes, which I'm still getting used to because it makes everything fit better. There was a quote in the book that my wife showed me about how Japanese people really like look at the art of organizing as a or the the act of organizing stuff as an art form like I don't know it's pretty weird because I'm Japanese huh so no wonder I like to fold clothes it's like origami fold clothes do nothing just fold clothes Yeah, oh shit, dead air. <laughs> yeah, so this is just me today. Had to pick up a nebulizer for our son. He's been having like a cough and wheezing. Not sounding good, so trying to take care of that. We actually had the nebulizer because our son also went through this when he was about two or three months old. Which I had forgotten, but the doctor reminded us, or Nicole remembered, I did not remember. But we had the nebulizer, so all we had to pick up was the meds to put in it, and some new tubes and a mask. But, I don't know, I don't think I'm gonna, I, have, I did it already, I'm not gonna put the mask on him. What I did was just attach the thing and hold it right in front of his face. So as he's breathing it in, it's pretty cool, you can see it like, when he breathes it back out. Yeah, so we do that twice a day for a month, I think she said. I don't know. But twice a day, one in the morning, one in the night, and then as needed. But hopefully it's just a passing thing and it'll go away. Doesn't have asthma or anything. Yeah, it's funny, you gotta worry about all these things now as a parent. All these ailments they can have all these kids with nut allergies and shit i don't remember any growing up with anybody having a nut allergy so i find it kind of strange and nowadays that so many kids have nut allergies and i'm not making fun of it i know it's a serious thing and kids can die from it but it's just strange that it seems all of a sudden that everybody's got a nut allergy maybe it's those gmo nuts Everybody's being fed and all these GMO crops that are fucking up people's immunities to normal shit they should eat. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Why are kids allergic to peanuts? That sucks. Not being able to grow up and have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you're missing out on like a pivotal moment in every kid's childhood when they first have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and they know the greatness. <laughs> of PB&J so and that just sucks for them it sucks for the schools too I remember we used to skate at this one school this one elementary school and they had signs up on the wall saying like there's a student here that has a peanut allergy and so you gotta wash your hands and make sure you haven't had peanuts today or whatever the deal is but yeah it's just crazy you gotta be so careful Gluten, gluten allergies, another one. I know that's legit. I don't think half of the people who eat gluten-free necessarily have a gluten allergy, 
but the ones that do have gluten allergies, I know that they, you know, gotta avoid gluten. But where did that come from all of a sudden? Or is it just so, like, has the internet connected everybody that now everybody hears about these things before you would think that nobody had it? If nobody had it near you, you wouldn't have realized it was a thing. So maybe that's the deal. But it's just strange. I wonder if it has to do with the genetic genetic modification of these foods we're eating now. It's crazy. And then so parents get paranoid and don't let their kids have peanuts and then they might end up developing a peanut allergy that wasn't going to be there because they just never were exposed to it and now they're allergic. Like we're lucky our kids aren't allergic to anything. Like we we have choke cats so surprisingly we're lucky that none of them are allergic to cats but then maybe that's why they're not allergic to cats because we have so many cats and they're always around and you know yeah one time we thought our son our older son might have had like a almond allergy because he broke out in hives and the only thing different we did that we like could remember is somebody gave us a bunch of raw almonds so we ate we were like grinding that shit and then the next day he she breastfed or you know after she breastfed the next day he broke out in hives so we took him to the emergency room and that's pretty scary seeing your kid in emergency like as a baby like he probably was just under one years old yeah scary scary stuff but he was fine. They gave him some ibuprofen. It's like, shit, we could have did that, but I don't know how to administer ibuprofen to an infant. I used to take ibuprofen for fun. I mean, I used to, I suffer from bad allergies from time to time. So I used to take a lot of Benadryl. Or, yeah, not ibuprofen. What the fuck are they saying ibuprofen? I mean, Benadryl. The allergy stuff. The antihistamine. But, so every time I would get congested, I would take... Benadryl and I'll take like two or three and get super drowsy and work <laughs> but not anymore I don't take any drugs we don't do drugs in this house sorry I'm trying to figure out how to fold these clothes still I'm still learning still learning how to fold this new method of folding to maximize space in the drawers I got rid of so much shit. And it, it does, it feels pretty good to not have so much clutter, but one of the pitfalls or one of the things that could discourage you from continuing on the path of tidying up your your life is it takes a while. It's not going to happen in one day. I mean, I mean, not to say it couldn't happen, but for us, I know it's not going to happen in one day just with our busy schedules but we have shit all over the place right now for the time being because we're pulling stuff out of closets and going through it and throwing away or stuff we don't need. And and the whole thing is it's supposed to be like when you look at the stuff you have, each piece should, each piece you have should bring, bring you joy. So if you look at it, and they say to touch it and hold it as you're going through stuff and see how it makes you feel. And if it doesn't bring you joy, then get rid of it. My whole thing is if you haven't seen or touched it in over a year, just get rid of it because you obviously hasn't, haven't needed it. But sometimes it's trippy when you're actually going through clutter and then you stop and you find something. You're like, oh, this thing. 
And for the moment, it does bring you joy, but you have to think about it. You haven't seen it because it's been buried in a closet for over a year, realistically over like three years. But it's easier to think like, if I haven't seen it or looked at it, just get rid of it. I don't, I obviously didn't need it, but when you get to going through photos and stuff, that's when it gets a little more difficult because photos have so much sentimental value. You got to ask yourself, has it served its purpose? Like, are you looking through these pictures every day? And I think like if they mean that much to you, you should, you know, frame them and put them up. And if they're not that level of, you know, worthy to be framed and hung on your wall, then you probably just should get rid of it. <laughs> just get rid of it. You don't need it. We don't need all this stuff. We donated a bunch of our son's toys. And surprisingly, that went well. I don't think he realized what exactly was happening. happening but now he has this cool little nook under our stairs where he has his setup going with all his toys and his junk. So he has a nice little play place under the stairs. He's a child under the stairs. Yeah, we're, we started this process while my wife was out on maternity, so it was going a lot quicker during that time, just because she had more time since she was home with the baby. And now we're trying to get as much done as we can. We got a new mattress that was fucking awesome we got a memory foam mattress from walmart i know i know you guys it's walmart but the cat's upstairs i don't know if it's picking that up i'm just recording this on my iphone i just have it sitting here next to me on the table but yeah this memory foam mattress oh my god it's so fucking comfortable i can't like wait to get home and go to sleep so nice it's so comfy got rid of our old mattress but we haven't gotten rid of it yet and that's another reason why I haven't been recording as many podcasts so my plan was to we had this downstairs bedroom in our house that nicole's brother used to live in and my friend who lived with us used to live there for a little while and it became after everybody moved out and nobody was in there it became like the catch-all room so just shit started piling up and that was one of our major decluttering projects was to go through that fucking room and just get rid of it you know (laughs) so we did that and we cleaned it out and we have a couch in there right now and a desk and what else my microphones and all my shit is set up in there like a little podcast studio so I got a little podcast studio going. However, when getting rid of the mattress, we put the old mattress in there because we couldn't take it to the dump just yet. So it still has the soul of a catch-all room, soon to be rebirthed as a podcast room when I record the first podcast from there. But got a couple decorations up. Maybe we'll do some pictures and sort of Facebook Live or whatever the fuck from in there. But yeah, it's coming along. We have the couch we have in there. We're going to get rid of my parents when they return home. When they come back from the mainland, they're going to get themselves a new couch. And we're going to take their old couch. It's like an L-shaped couch. Because the couch that's in there now is just our old one from long, long ago. It was buried under there while it was a catch-all room. And now it's actually birthed and 
can see it through the craziness. You can actually sit on it now. It's comfortable. It has recliner chairs, but it's just old as fuck, and the upholstery and shit is falling apart from just being used. So we're getting rid of that. We're going to get a new, smaller couch. Hopefully, we also are storing some mirrors. If you're listening to this and you need, like, floor-to-ceiling mirrors, I don't know, they're probably, like, six feet tall. They're, like, the kind of mirrors you would see in, like, a dance studio, if you can picture those. My wife grabbed them because she thought we could use them for their hula halal, but we didn't need it. So now we're just holding on to it. So if you need them, there's about 40 of them. So... Serious inquiries only. But yeah, if you need 40 mirrors, hit me up and I can give them to you. I don't want any money for them. I just want to get rid of that shit. Another thing we did was get rid of a ton of DVDs and books, which I thought was going to be harder than it was, but it's pretty easy. Getting rid of DVDs. I used to love collecting DVDs. I still wanted to own everything. So that way if anybody came over, there's always some cool movie maybe they haven't seen or I would just buy DVDs. Every time I saw a movie I wanted, I would just buy it and buy classics and just have a mass collection of DVDs. So we went through all that stuff and kept only the ones we really loved. So that reduced us to one tall, kind of tall, skinnier DVD rack, which probably has like still probably like 100 DVDs but we gave away over 200 DVDs probably like we sold it to that this place called Book Off where they buy and sell books and DVDs and video game shit and stuff so loaded it all up one day and took it all down and dropped it off and told them because they don't accept some things if they're in you know certain ways if like the DVD like no, what do they say? Like the covers for the books, if they're not on there, then they won't take those. And if the DVD is scratched, they won't take it. But I told them, we don't want any of this shit back. So if it's scratched or if you're not going to take it, just take it and dump it because I don't want to see it ever again. And I wasn't worried about how much money they gave us. But for... So when I went to go pick it up after... Um... They said they took like 208 items from us and it was like 89 bucks. So not bad, made some money off of it. And I took my son to Toys R Us for the first time and completely blew his mind. I was trying to prepare him as we were walking in and tell him that, you know, there's gonna be a ton of toys in here, but don't commit just with the first aisle you see because there's gonna be better stuff the deeper we go. So we're gonna come across a lot of cool things, but we gotta stay focused and go for the good toys. So we walk in and it's like all the pool toys, like the water guns and water balloons and it looks like a lot of fun. There's fun noodles everywhere and he just has this giant smile on his face like, I'm going to get all of this shit? Like, no dude, I'm telling you, these are just the sucker toys. We were going to get the good stuff and we went through and found the action figure section, which is something I was talking to my friend about saying that that's one of the best parts of having young boys is you get to go through and look at all the cool toys so the hardest part of that was I thought he was going to want everything and have a tantrum but 
it was not a problem because I wanted everything. So at first I was like, hey, you can get one thing. And then I was like, okay, no, 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 you can get a couple more things. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 you can get a few more things. And I just kept getting more and more and more. So spent pretty much all the money we made at the bookstore. <laughs> nah, not really, like half of it on new toys for him. And that was the deal. I told him if he went with me and behaved the whole time, we would go get some toys so now he knows what Toys R Us is the magical land of toys where a kid can be a kid is that Toys R Us? no I don't want to grow up because I'm a Toys R Us kid they got all the cool shit and they had the whole Nerf section which I avoided I seen a video online recently of John Wick with Nerf and it was fucking hilarious oh my god that shit was crazy but what else? I'm having one. 20 minutes? That's it? Fuck, it seemed like so long. Uh, yeah. Sorry for my impatience. I'm still working on that. Trying to be more and more patient. Every day. Sometimes I feel like I am patient. And then I think, but I'm trying to reassure myself when I'm feeling impatient. Like, fuck, like. You're patient. Oh, where does this go? I'm just gonna put that there. Alright, that's one basket done. I gotta put this shit away eventually. Alright, well. I guess that'll be it. Short form. I've seen some people doing that. It seems to be pretty good. I like it, but sometimes when it's a topic I really am interested in, it's not long enough, or if I'm getting really into it, it's like, ah, fuck, it was only 10 minutes, or 20 minutes, like, fuck, they, I wish they would've went longer, and I don't know if people feel that way about me, but that would be cool. Oh, I know what I should do, I should fucking shout out the fucking Hawaii podcasters, reciprocate the shout out, fucking sleep time's over, with Cavit the Catalyst. And DJ Zach Morris, uh, they got a podcast. They recently did a shout of me out on their podcast. That was fucking nuts. I love that shit. That was cool. So I'm returning the favor, guys. Shout out. You guys are fucking hilarious. I don't really get into the sports stuff. I'm not a huge sports fan. But I just dig the banter and the humor in there. So I stick with it, even though it's sports-related. And I'm not a, you know, a huge sports guy. But sticking with it. I love it. They're cool. And the No Shame podcast, that's Titus and Jay. Those two guys started a podcast that's fucking cool as shit. They got, had some pretty interesting guests on so far. I posted some of their stuff on my Instagram. Just trying to show the Hawaii podcasts some love. And also, just if you follow me on Instagram, you probably notice that I post like fucking every single podcast I listen to pretty much every episode and that's just because I want people to check them out like you maybe you've never heard of it and you see what's in there and I post the show notes from what they put out and maybe with like a quote or something of what somebody on the podcast said or you know fucking something kind of relevant to what they're talking about on there so I try to do that just to expose podcasts to everybody because I love them I love podcasts you guys I'm a podcast junkie, for show. Sure.
and I want everybody to get on it because I think they're super beneficial. And if you're listening to podcasts, hey, you might as well fucking listen to mine, right, guys? Yeah, so shout out to those guys. Shout out to Matt from the Midnight Yeti. I saw he just recently, he told me he put out, he put in his submission to get on iTunes. And I think that's going to happen soon. I, when he told me that, I searched his podcast on the directory and saw the episode, but iTunes said it wasn't available yet, so it wouldn't let me play it. But I like what he's doing. I know he's really into it. I know it's not so easy all the time, Matt. Just hang with it. Stick, stay in there, man. I had that same thoughts, too. Like, fuck, why am I even doing this? And one thing that... Like, when I would get stressed out about, like, oh, I haven't put out a podcast in a week. Oh, no, shit, it's been two weeks now. Three weeks, and it's going, and it gets more and more depressing, and you want to do it even more, but you're like, fuck, I haven't done it in so long, and it's just fucking irritating. It's kind of depressing. But when I realized that, like, nobody probably gives a shit, and I don't don't mean that in a real negative way, but it's the harsh truth that, like, nobody gives a shit. Like, we're... I'm not Joe Rogan and I'm not fucking Joey Diaz. If I skip a week or two weeks or two months, like nobody is wondering where the fuck I am. So that kind of helped me like take some of the pressure off of like, I haven't done it in so long. Like, what are people thinking? Like, oh fuck, I'm such a shitty podcaster, but everybody's podcast is different, man. Everybody is doing their own thing in their own fucking style. And that's what I love about podcasts. You get to like, through the digital internet you get to meet and like get to know people you probably would never meet i mean in hawaii it's weird because it's so small but i've never met any of these other podcast guys and now we're messaging back and forth and shit like i don't know dude it's just fucking cool to see that there's like this community of hawaii podcasters that i was wondering if it existed but i wasn't really doing like my due diligence trying to like reach out and find anybody at the same time you know what I mean but in its own time I found these people and now we're connected via Instagram it's fucking good enough right what is the internet for if not to connect people so fucking just keep them coming if it's two months three months doesn't matter just do it that's what I'm doing right now I was like fuck I haven't done one and I was thinking about what we were talking about and I was like fuck I gotta fucking do something soon like, I had all these ideas for Mother's Day episodes and Father's Day episodes, and I just fucking, you know, slacked off or, you know, real life got in the way, had a baby, didn't, like, actually pursue anything. It's kind of, it's what I, I don't know, It's maybe it's a fault of mine. I fucking throw the feeler out and be like, hey, are you interested in doing this? And if I get a response, like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool, Let's, I'm interested, like, hit me up on my email or or hit me up with this and da 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 and, like, I never fucking follow through and... I'm probably missing out on so much amazing people by just being a fucking slacker sometimes. But that's what I want to do. I'm an introvert. I don't really like to go out and mingle with people in person, but to meet people one-on-one and just get to talk to them in that conversation, in that setting, is more my speed. Um, So I'd rather do it this way. It's weird for somebody who's so kind of reserved as myself to want to start a podcast and have people listening to me but again to get over that feeling of the pressure that 
hope people are listening to this like nobody i just tell myself nobody's fucking listening to this <laughs> i mean i have asked people to write comments i've asked people to fucking you know email me questions and do that kind of shit and it doesn't always yield the highest results but maybe in time we'll get more people on the voices from the planet train and create some sort of community i don't fucking know who knows i want to be a part of a community i'm reaching out to people who i find interesting who are doing good shit and you know just trying to just network and reach people and open myself up so people can reach me (laughs) best guys if you're enjoying this podcast fucking yeah subscribe and like it on itunes leave a review I recently changed like the category of the podcast. Oh, son's coughing. He's sleeping. Oh. Awake or still sleeping? Hold on, guys. Alright, he's all good. But yeah, so check me out on those follow me on social media i think i made a facebook for the podcast too but i don't even know what i did to make the instagram of instagram business when i had to make a facebook page or some shit but i don't even know how facebook really works but yeah so i like instagram the best so far but i can follow me there um oh fuck yeah sponsors i got a fucking sponsor finally fucking what is it audible.com <laughs> I had to think that for a second sorry audible.com is like fucking ebooks that are like they read to you right what is it what are those called Not, I'm fucking drawing a blank the pressure of trying to actually say a real sponsor is having me fuck up the whole sponsor thing but yeah ebooks you can listen to them I got a fucking link for a free 30 day trial to audible.com you just got to go to audibletrial.com slash voices from the planet. And if you sign up, I get a little kickback from audible.com. So check that shit out. If you're into podcasts, you're probably really into fucking audiobooks. Audiobooks, that's what they're called. Not ebooks. Ebooks are like for Kindles and shit. Audiobooks. So you don't even have to read the shit. People will fucking read it to you. And a lot of times, cool ones have the authors read it to you. The people who actually wrote the book. That's cool as shit. But if not, they get good people to read it, I guess. But, yeah, if you sign up, you can help support the podcast and show us some love by going to audibletrial.com slash voices from the planet. And, yeah, help a brother out. (laughs) Another sponsor we got is Water, brought to you by Water, this episode, and Air, and sick babies and laundry brought to you by the mindful meditation of laundry perfect timing he's waking up right now starting to cry all right well that'll be it guys i'm gonna go take care of a sick baby and i'll see you guys next time love you guys peace